Hello, Dumpers. It's October, and that means Masters of Horror. This is our October Spectacular. We are talking about Season 2 of Masters of Horror. Just like last year, we're going to go through every episode, and I'm going to release 13 episodes this month. And I will be joined by Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast and Josh from 4 Nerds by Nerds. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the Dis Dump Podcast. This is the show where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Today I'm joined by my masters of horrible dumps. That's right, it's Josh from Four Nerds by Nerds. Hey! <laughs> and of course we've got Chris from the Geek Peak. Hello, puppets. <laughs> we are continuing our Oktoberfest. If this is the first one you're listening to, uh, it's probably a good call. This is probably, probably a good place to start. So uh, we are talking about John Carpenter's pro-life episode of Masters of Horror. So um, I think we all have a lot to say about this one. Who wants to go first? How about Josh go first? Josh never goes first. Hell, boy. <laughs> Ron Perlman's <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> Ron Perlman's the shit. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, I like freaked out for a minute when the opening credits were going on because it said that Cody Carpenter did the score mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, that's John Carpenter's son. And then two seconds later, it's directed by John Carpenter. And I was like, Oh, well, I'm glad we have some nepotism going on at least. <laughs> yeah. Has, has Cody Carpenter done any like, like prominent horror films that you know off the top of your head, Josh? He did. He co, he did a uh, co soundtrack with his dad on uh 2018 halloween oh nice Ooh, okay cool. cool and i'm sure he's done a whole bunch of other shit i didn't i didn't do any research for that <laughs> <laughs> that's off the top of the head i like yeah, it that's on my dome <laughs> yeah I, uh, I wrote music by cody carpenter and i was just thinking the same thing i'm glad you actually knew the answer to that question that's why i started my notes and then literally i wrote down cody carpenter john carpenter and then I stopped because I was like, fuck it. <laughs> Dude, speaking of Dome, this movie teaches you not to have sex. This is like great birth control film. <laughs> so, like, I'm going I'm to show my children this when they turn 13. <laughs> you know, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is how babies get born. <laughs> um, so the general plot of this one is that a girl is running through the woods and uh, she almost, she's like stumbling <laughs> running through the woods and she almost gets hit by a car. And who happens to be driving the car? An abortion doctor. It was perfect timing. Um, Royal Pains doctor. Yeah, I thought that was him. It was so weird because both of the characters that are in the car the only other things I know them from are playing doctors in other really? shows because he's in <laughs> Royal Pains and he's a doctor and she was on Smallville and she was a doctor. <laughs> Interesting. 
so they go to abortion doctor town, uh, Planned Parenthood. That's what it is. And I was just like, abortion doctor town. You're still stuck on the Chinese like towns named after what they're producing. (laughs) Yes, I did. Oh goodness. So uh, we don't have to explain (laughs) that to the audience. We'll just talk about that another time. (laughs) This is like an abortion compound. (laughs) Yeah, really. Fences and shit. An automatic gate. What the, fuck? the doctor had a fucking Kevlar vest. <laughs> that guy had no fear. Okay, so uh, so sitcom doctors they take this girl <laughs> to uh, the uh, the Planned Parenthood, and I was like, why would you almost hit a girl? Why would your immediate stop be Planned Parenthood after that? But I guess since they worked there, that's what mattered. And uh, it turns also out- they were talking about getting laid on that drive just casually. They're like, "Yeah, we're having sex." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "You look so happy," and he's like, "I can't help myself." <laughs> it's like, what what bearing did this have on the story outside of like, okay, let's just casually have them romantically involved because we can. Uh, at the end of the episode, yeah. they should have looked at each other and said, "I'm glad we used a condom," and then. Right. Like- <laughs> That's like the end of a CSI episode. (laughs) (laughs) Pulls off his sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) So uh, Ron Perlman gets in the mix because his daughter is the girl that was pregnant. Somehow he miraculously found her. But they like have a restraining order against him. So he can't come within 15 feet of the facility. But Ron Perlman's a pissed off. Uh, It's like 150 feet. He backs up like three car lengths. (laughs) Yeah. So he's uh, he's pissed off. He's like, get my daughter out of there or I'm going to shoot you in the head. And they're like, no. And then he goes, all right. And he shoots him in the head, essentially. And uh, so Ron Perlman's running around with his, his three boys with guns shooting at abortion doctors. Dude, let's not skip the part that the girl inside is getting like examined. And the doctors are like, there's no way you got like raped a week ago. And she's like, that's what happened, blah, blah, blah. And then like five minutes later, it's like, oh, shit, she's nine months pregnant. <laughs> yeah. She Someone gets, call a doctor. <laughs> she gets progressively more pregnant and the pregnancy examining doctors for a while are like, hmm, this something's weird's going on here. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, Ron Perlman's running around shooting at people. The doctor who owned the practice came fucking strapped he had body armor (laughs) that is like a character out of grand theft auto man like he had dual he was going akimbo pistols with a fucking kevlar vest on barricaded in his office just holding it down against three he gives himself the best prep pep talk ever he's like i'm not gonna be scared this time How many invasions has this compound endured? Right. And they were all from fucking Ron Perlman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, that doctor decides his best position to shoot at the guys from is to sit in his office chair behind his desk (laughs) and shoot at Ron Perlman when he comes in without being standing or on his feet, able to dodge. None of that. Dude. First of all, rolling chair. He was completely mobile. <laughs> but secondly, can we talk about can we talk about the shot? The first the first person that we see die on screen, the police officer. That mm. the special effects work like for this episode as a whole, I think is like the best we've seen probably. 
Probably, yeah. It's much better than the goo monster <laughs> from episode one. Everything's better than the goo monster from episode Why one. did they start the season with the worst <laughs> CGI I've ever seen? That's a good question, man. I don't know if you noticed, but the this program isn't known for its quality. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like no one even watched these in order or anything. Right? Like, I always knew them as, like, movies. You'd go to Blockbuster, and they would just have, like, random episodes of this show. Like, I still think of them as movies, even though it was technically a TV show. I don't know. I guess it's just any anthologies like that, huh? It's like the older version of, um, oh, my gosh. I think it's put on by AMC, like, Fear of the Dark or In the Dark or something. They're, like, these, like, little, like, independent horror movies that they put out all the time that a lot of them are terrible, but some of them are great kind of deal. <laughs> I feel like that's like the second iteration or yeah, second or third iteration of Masters of Horror. You know, you're not wrong cuz for every like four bad ones, you do get a good one and I think we landed on a half decent one this time. Mm. This one had my attention the whole time, man. <laughs> I was actually interested in what was happening. Seems like Josh disagrees. Well, <laughs> no, there this it it definitely didn't need to be 58 minutes. <laughs> there are yeah. some severe editing problems in this episode where they come back <laughs> to the girl like 25 times going, it's coming. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you're, not this, this, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Right. And then it takes a 35 minute mark. And I was like, there's 20 minutes left. How? It feels like this is about to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> it did not <laughs> so um the uh the movie ends with ron perlman uh cuts up the doctor's gooch and sucks out his guts through his gooch which was a weird call <laughs> that scene was brutal as yeah, hell he aborts the man's <laughs> testicles <laughs> yeah that was so freaking disturbing i was like oh my like in our group thread that we text each other in I started the first one. I was like, oh my God. And then like the next scene, I in in all caps this time, I'm like, oh my God. And then another thing happens. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what is happening? I did not need to see Ron Perlman put a man's naked leg up on his shoulder. Like, <laughs> oh my God, this is fucking hilarious. Uh, dude that that's got to be probably the most brutal like they didn't show the whole thing happening but that's got to be the most brutal thing that we've seen in this show so far that machine made the worst noises <laughs> oh god <laughs> that that machine is legit like one of those things it doesn't make those noises that was the one note i had is everything about this is legit except the noises from the machine <laughs> so yeah dude. i've had to clean those things out it's pretty fucking gnarly it looked like a fucking lightsaber <laughs> Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick that up at Disney Springs. <laughs> I'd like to customize Obi-Wan's lightsaber. It must please. be Anakin's lightsaber because it kills young. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this just got dark. Anyways, this, this episode is called Pro Life. It, it is. It should deter people from wanting to listen to it. <laughs> I totally thought you were going to say deter them from getting abortions. <laughs> <laughs> only if you're a man so the movie takes a real twist when a demon it's literally a death claw it's a dude in a like do you guys play fallout you ever play fallout 
Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, if you look up what a death claw is, that's exactly what the bad guy is, is a fucking death claw. Skyrim <laughs> stole it, bro. They saw that and they're like, this is gold. <laughs> that might be what it is. <laughs> I love that story. The girl's like, I was home alone. I went outside. <laughs> like, I went outside by myself to see the stars and showing like a swing set. And then a demon pulls her into the ground and rapes her. It's oh, like, what the fuck? Bro. <laughs> Jesus. And then she gives birth to a crab baby. Dude, okay, can we this is the part where it was all caps, oh my god. <laughs> that thing's claws coming up over her gown was disturbing as hell and it had mad the thing vibes. It was like someone was down there with a crab leg just like <laughs> it around over the <laughs> While they didn't, like, they honestly didn't even have to show me what the baby looked like, and I would have been, like, more perturbed. But the noises it was making, I was like, what is happening right now? It's like auto-tuned robot, like, monster noises. It was like a lobster with a baby doll's head hot glued to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a king crab. Yeah, that's, uh, you're, oh man, this movie was so fucking weird. <laughs> Dude, um, that part disturbed me straight up. Like, it didn't even have to. Like, it was kind of a stupid-looking monster, but it was still. It was enough. And with the noises, I was like, "This is just. This is horrific." <laughs> let's, let's talk about the audio of this movie. Did you guys notice that the bullet, like, as the bullets were ricocheting off walls and shit earlier in the movie, it was literally the same gun sounds used in Goldeneye for the N sixty four. It was literally the same sounds. <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. No. Yeah. Now we're gonna have to go back and rewatch. I can this. hear it in my head. And then, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then the fucking monster was like uh the monster sounds are generic monster sounds used in like goosebumps and every fucking TV monster makes the same fucking sounds. So yeah. I want to say this, the scene where the death claw comes into existence and that crater opens up. I thought that was really cool and well done, but I really wish they hadn't like camped it up with the security guy, like looking over, like it would have been cooler if it was like a tentacle or something shot out and grabbed him or did mm-hmm. like just something that felt like a little more natural. It was just like, dang, that kind of took the whole momentum because it was cool when the floor cracked open. I was like, oh, hot damn, let's go. This reminds me of the thing again. Mm-hmm. So. These people must have been like, what the fuck is going on? Abortion. <laughs> Hillbilly showed up and started killing people and then the ground exploded and a demon man came. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we've completely skipped over the subplot too, which is it's very unimportant. But the the guy, like the the father, the <laughs> wife, and the daughter, and she's coming, like she's I'm coming to get an abortion, dead. and he's just like, yeah, the abusive father who's like raises her hand to her, and then the other nurse comes up and like slaps him. It's like, don't do that. It's like, why are you developing these characters? They literally all die in the next minute and a half. They had to fill up some time, bro. <laughs> mean Dad dies by literally saying, "You've killed me." You killed me, <laughs> dude. That was ridiculous. But again, the effects work. Like his guts looked good. I thought, like mm. that shotgun wound looked awesome. Yeah, also, Nicotero's the- not the problem with any of these movies. <laughs> did the I don't even remember. Did the wife and the daughter escape, or did he execute them? I don't we think never they found out. They just kind of cut away. Yep. 
<laughs> he just okay. That's later. so dumb. <laughs> yeah, they just got forgotten about. I love that when Ron Perlman is in the room and he's like, he hears a baby noise and he goes, "Oh, the baby is alive!" And he's like looking around and then he goes to he goes to his son. He goes, "Find that baby." It's like. <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I was just born. Like, where the fuck would it be? <laughs> He's like, it's a miracle. It's like, not the way you think, bro. And the end of this movie is that God was actually talking to the girl who had the demon baby inside of her the whole time. And she shot and killed the demon baby. And the death claw came in and scooped up the corpse and walked out of the room. And that's how the movie ends. With this like sad Titanic music, like he had just found the fucking necklace. <laughs> when it's like, no, oh, this is a demon scooping up its dead child. <laughs> Okay, all right. I want to raise a point, though, that I thought was interesting about this this episode, like story-wise and like thematically. I really liked the idea of like the devil corrupting Ron Perlman, who thought he was being like a faithful servant to God and Mm -hmm. using his faith like as a weapon. I thought that was really cool. Obviously, the writing and some of the like just general like story is a little ridiculous, but I really liked that component of this story. I thought that was like one of the more compelling um, like themes of any of these that we've watched so far. And I think that's why it held my attention a lot more because when it finally spoke to him, when he was with his sons outside, I, I just felt like I was like, dude, that is definitely the devil. <laughs> like the devil is definitely talking to like, the baby. <laughs> it's like, okay, thanks God. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, guy. He goes face to face with the demon, and he's like, "Project a baby," and he's like, oh, "It was you." <laughs> that shit was hilarious. So, what I did, what I liked about this movie was it was an homage to fucking uh, John Carpenter because not only did they have Thing Baby, they also he did the movie the like the original Assault on Precinct Thirteen, which is essentially what this was, but with babies and monsters and demons. And it was <laughs> but either way, it was like, oh, we know he can handle this because he did that, and then. How can we make this monster cool looking? How about we rip off a video game and we rip off his old movies? It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so th- I thought that was actually pretty cool because it was like, hey, you guys like John Carpenter, right? We do too. I I really enjoyed when the whole atmosphere changed when he, he heard God talk to him. And then he's like, all right, boys, we're doing this. And his kids are like, what are we doing? And he whips the trunk open and there's a whole shit ton of guns. He goes, God's work. <laughs> Then they all just start like cock and shotguns. Dude, I just appreciated Ron Perlman was in this one. Like he I feel like he's probably the most prominent actor we've seen so far that's like still pretty relevant today. I know we had the guy from Cheers, but like (laughs) obviously he's like is he's dead now, right? That actor? I don't know. No, I don't think so. It's not new movies though, is he? I haven't seen him in anything, but anyways, I digress. I, uh, I, I really like that. We had, we got some Perlman action. <laughs> mm. oh, he was definitely we, the reason this movie was watchable. We can't leave without, uh, talking about Dr. Lady getting acid vagina goo in her face. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> that was a shit oh ton of shit. <laughs> it was on the door. And when Ron Perlman leaves the room and like full hands, the door, I'm like, Oh dude, <laughs> you just put a bunch of your daughter's vagina goo. 
Yuck. Yuck, 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 yuck. Um, I'm looking at uh, CGI of baby smiling was decent. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I will say when they first introduced the death claw, I was like, God, he looks like crap. It doesn't look like his mouth's moving or anything. And then like the later shots, like when he was in the in the birthing room. What, whatever that room is called. I, it's, I know it's, it's the opposite of a birthing room. That's the baby room out room. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, where the baby was birthed, I should say. Yeah. Um, when he walked in there, I thought that the like the suit itself looked a lot better, and like I could see the mouth moving. At first, it didn't. I thought the mouth was just fixed, and I was like, okay, that's just lazy. But mm. I stood corrected, and I would have liked to have seen like a little bit better of a costume because I thought it looked good for what it was but could have been done better uh, mm. but again you could nitpick this like crazy i mean why we never got closure on the male and female doc- or doctor and nurse yeah. like we never heard anything about that we didn't hear what happened to the daughter and the mother outside yeah there was a lot of survivors in this movie <laughs> maybe survivors i don't know but um so oh a thing that you guys didn't experience but i did was since i have these on dvd uh, I get to see the same commercials for the same Masters of Horror movies over <laughs> and over again every time I put these DVDs in. And this one had a bonus commercial where it was Hellboy the Animated Movie starring Ron Perlman and apparently like all the cast of the movie. So I was like, hmm, interesting. Why is this on here? And then it was like, Ron Perlman. And I was like, oh. <laughs> have you guys seen that, the animated Hellboy movie? Because I have not. I've seen part of one because there's two of them. But I didn't. I didn't see them all. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not a huge Hellboy guy myself, but you know. So we got the check marks. What do we got here? Uh, do we have suburban dad? Do you think Ron Perlman counts as suburban dad? The the guy who was about to beat his pregnant daughter. That was suburban, suburban angry dad. dad. Suburban and and angry, angry dad. too. Remember yeah, we had right. like the combo. <laughs> suburban angry dad. So we did have one of those. Um, we no horny check marks on this guy. Uh, yeah, all they did was talk about sex. I begged to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that baby monster? Mm. That <laughs> leg on Ron Perlman's shoulder. <laughs> we had the good guts. There's always good guts. Like the the, yeah. the gore is not a bad part of this program. Uh, what else did we come up with? Best uh, best gore that I've seen so far, in my opinion, on mm-hmm. Masters of Horror. So that was cool. Um, we had one more, right? I think so. I thought we had like seven. I don't know. For the mm. audience, this was two days ago, but for us, it's been like more than that. <laughs> so there was no nudity. Uh, there was no milfs. I think milf was on the milf. list. <laughs> was milf on the list yeah. or a horny housewife, something like that? But no. So yeah, that's uh, that's this movie, Pro Life. Uh, did you guys like it or did you not like it? What do you think? Yes or no? Good or bad? In general, I thought it was okay. Compared to the other Masters of Horror movies, I liked it. I thought it was good. It definitely held my attention a lot more. It was a little gross. Um, it wasn't like the... They weren't reinventing the wheel, but I just thought it was like better done than some of the other stories. Yeah, it was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wild ride. I expected abortion from the title. I did not expect Demon Monster from Hell. <laughs> 
And be sure to check out my other podcast. It is the Geek Peak Podcast. It's available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. That's Geek Peak Like a Mountain. At the Geek Peak, we strive to bring you the best of the pop culture multiverse. We're going to show you some new songs. We're going to show you some new TV shows, movies, video games. You name it, we're covering it. We always try to save you time. Check us out. We're a content recommendation podcast. We also like to have some beers or some adult cocktails and have a good time. So be sure to check out our show. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at GeekPeakPod. And additionally, check out our website, GeekPeakPod.com. That's where we have all of our episodes hosted. We got pictures of our drinks. We've got links to all of our merch and our Patreon account. So be sure to check that out. And uh, thank you for the support. If you liked me on here, feel free to check out my show, the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. We're available anywhere podcasts are found. If you want to reach out to our show, feel free to do so on social media. We are FMBN Podcast on Twitter, FMBN the number four and the letter U on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Well, audience, until like tomorrow-ish, maybe the next day, I don't know. Toodles. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the Masters of Horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at the discdump. On Instagram, discdumppodcast. Facebook, the discdump podcast page. Or you can join the discdump podcast fans group and start the discussion. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Have a googly Halloween.